And that was it. And I was told it was like being transported back to being a 10-year-old boy again, being told off by my dad. Hi, my name is Marvin Shordell. I'm a producer, writer, public speaker, and former professional football player, and also an ambassador for the amazing mental health charity Calm. This is Tim and Gendel's weekend podcast, two best mates having a conversation about their weekends. Enjoy. Come on. That's that. Good old Marvin Sordell giving us a little intro on this Monday, Tuesday for you as you listen. Uh, it is Monday, the 12th of July, the day after the night before. And yeah, what a night fitting. it was. Quite fitting, but listen, before we do that, um, let's of course do this. I mean, it's um, the buttons, is it? The buttons are like an audio metaphor for how I feel. Here we go. Let's do this. Thank well, you, yeah. Marvin. Thanks, Marvin. That's nice um, to have a, a calm ambassador. To uh, to open it up, and especially because he's an ex footballer, he played for for England in his youth. I think he was an ones player, yeah. So quite fitting after last night. I'm sure he's hurting today. Just yeah. Like we are. So cheers, Marvin. We should discuss the elephant in the room that we are uh, that we didn't win, did we? But, no. Hey, we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. Um, welcome all the it. new listeners. Hi, new listeners. Tim and Gendel here. This is our weekend podcast where we sit down every week, every Monday morning and chew the fat as best mates do about what we got up to on our weekends, which invariably is always very mundane. Um, well, not always, but no, not always. The, most, mo- the majority of the time, I mean, during lockdown, it has been every now and then we do something quite fun. Yeah. But, um, but often the mundane episodes seem to be people's favourite ones. <laughs> so we'll keep them coming just for you. We absolutely will. Um, so listen, uh, here we go. What we do is we have an unedited chat about our weekends and we always start with this one. Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Let's rate we our weekends. Rate our weekends. Well, it could have been quite high, couldn't it? Um, one out of ten. You're going one out of ten. It's good. I can't give it a one out of ten. No, I'm a... not. It's been all right. Do you know what? It's been a this. It's been a slog. This weekend has been a slog. It's been a tough weekend to get through. I'm going to go for a paltry four out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to go for a four as well. All right. Um, we should quickly say as well. Thanks. Thank you to to Calm for for. Uh, giving well getting Marvin involved to give us a shout out because we do we do have a. A kind of connection with Calm. We like to give them a shout out. It's a charity that me and Tim are, are very close to. And um, if you are struggling and need to talk to anyone, because we, we, you know, me and Tim, one of the reasons we do this is because we think it's important to talk to your mates, reach out, have a little chat. That's why we do this chat every Monday. So uh, if you're struggling, you need to talk to anyone about anything. Uh, you can hit up the website, thecalmzone.net, and they've got a helpline, which is 0800 58 58 58, open every day from um, 5 till 12, 12 o'clock at night. So that is there if you need them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Friday... Um, Friday night. Uh, do, you know what I've lost? do you know what? I've lost my phone. I've lost my phone. Feels like I a can't. long time ago. You you were text, you texted me on it about ten minutes ago. I know, and I've somehow in that time lost my phone in my house, and I've called it, and I've done find my phone, I've done find everything, and I just can't hear it. I can't hear I it. I can't one of the see kids it. on it, paying for things on Apple. Well, TV yeah. Sunny is here actually. Um, I mean, I know we're not even talking about Friday now, but screw it. Uh, Sunny's Sunny's off. He's having to self-isolate because somebody in his nursery has tested positive for COVID. So really? the entire nursery is having to now quarantine for 10 days as per the uh, government guidelines. Wow. Um, but bless him. I mean, I'll get on to Sunday, but yesterday when we got the news, I uh, had to pin him down on the floor and perform a COVID test on him. 
Oh, really? Which, which oh, as yeah. you can expect, trying to insert a nasal swab up a four-year-old um, is akin to trying to stuff a rabbit into an uninflated balloon. Mm. Um, it was like... I never tried doing that. No, honest, it's tough, mate. It is mm. tough. So, yeah, we're, uh, we, we, we did that. We did that over the. But he was negative. He is negative. Yeah, so he hasn't got it. But still, you've got to you've got to adhere to the rules, haven't you, mate? Mm, Yeah, Mm. you do. Um, So Friday, so you can't remember what you did Friday. It feels like so long ago, Friday night, doesn't it? Do you know what? For me as well, I I have just been so much in the van. I I, I haven't left the van. Um, He got the jingle. I will. Van, van, van. Got a second-hand van. Van. Bought a second-hand van, converting it into a camper van. Um, I thought it would take me around about four weeks to five weeks. Um, I think it's going to take triple that now, um, in all honesty. Uh, and it's just so time-consuming. There's not one straight edge in the whole van. Like, the whole thing tapers like Concord's nose. Do you know what I mean? It's big at the mm. back, and it gets thinner and smaller towards the front. And that goes for the sides, the roof, the... The, the floor, everything. So it's just, you can't, you can't just put a bit of wood in and expect it to fit because it just doesn't fit. So mm. it's just so bloody time consuming. So the, the last whole week, really, I've been in the van um, trying to get it as much, uh, get as much of it done as I can because in two days I'm going to Tokyo for the Olympics. Um, oh, I mean, man, is that literally two days away now? Yeah. I mean, the men's 100, I'm doing the pole vault. Probably do the long jump while I'm there. Uh, no, I'm doing some reporting for the BBC, and um, uh, I'm, we I, we get back on the eighth of August, and we've got a family holiday booked on the fourteenth. So I was trying to get as much of it done before the Olympics as possible, so I didn't have any anything to do when I got back. But um, I will have quite a lot to do when I get back. But um, mm. it's all good. My dad has been the bestest help in the world. I mean, he's he's a legend. My dad, anyway, but um. He's gone up in everybody's estimations in my house now. We all love him that little bit more. Oh, um, and he'll probably just have it finished by the time you get back. He'll, I'll, he'll be for the high jump if he hasn't, put it that yeah. way. So, yeah, just in the van all day. Um, pizza Fridays, you know, it works in my house. Fridays, we we get some pizzas out. Got the pizza oven rocking. I've got that down now. Mm. So, um, yeah, we can get it. I just I just throw a load of throw a load of wood in there and then we cook pizzas. And it's that simple. So I, I did some pizza pizzas. on Friday. Did you? I went back to the old classic. Well, Camilla was up here. Uh, up at, I'm at, at her parents' house right now recording this because we were up here last night to watch the game. So she was already up here. So I was alone in London, uh, in our flat on London. And as they say, when the cat's away, Gendel has have a t- pizza. Mushroom truffle pizza. <laughs> no, they don't do the flipping truffle one anymore. Why not? It's so annoying. And this is how this is how much my mom listens to the podcast because I think of weeks ago I moaned about them not doing the truffle pizza at co-op anymore. So oh, did night. she send you some? She sent you some, didn't she? No, not truffles. Yeah, oh. she's not. Uh, she's not made the money, mate. She based, but she did last night when they came over for the football. Bought me some truffle flavored crisps. What? <laughs> there you go. That's because that's because you can't get your pizza anymore. Oh. They were good. Thanks, Mom, for that. Um, so, yeah, I just did Friday night on my own pizza, bit of couch time. Um, watched a movie. Had an early night, really. I'll tell you Whoa, about rock and, later. Rock and roll. Mate. Well, I was working Saturday, so I can't... Oh, you I were working Saturday. I was working yeah. Saturday morning, so I needed a, I needed to have a, a chilled one. Didn't yeah. do anything. Uh, had a bit of gendo time, didn't I? Watched a bit of football build up, and then I thought, do you know what? I can't get sucked into football build up yet. I'm going to watch. It's too it. early. Friday's too early. Too early. Yeah. And then so I thought I'm going to completely escape it and watch a really ridiculous action movie uh, on Amazon Prime, which I'll get onto later because it's going to have to be my recommendo, even though I th- there's it, it was the most ridiculous film I've ever watched. But I'll tell you about it later <laughs> on. I recommend something to watch because all right, it's it's in my classic Gendo. I can't work out if I hated it so much or loved it so much. It's it's I can't decide. Is it the new one with Chris Pratt? Might be. <laughs> All right, here we go then. <laughs> what did you do on Saturday, Saturday. 
in the day and of course what did you do on go on then saturday i um so i was supposed to be working with you mm. i then sacked that off uh, for mental health reasons uh, because I've just bitten off more than I could chew and I actually had to get a load. The, the van was stressing me out beyond belief. I had to start my COVID tests. I got sent all my paperwork for, for Japan, which I haven't really had a chance to look at. It's insane what I've, the, hump, the hoops I'm jumping through, the COVID hoops I'm jumping through and tests and daily tests and temperature checks and mm. declaration forms and locator forms. I've been given a Japanese phone that I've got to download all these Japanese apps and get my name and set up Google account. I mean, it's like, it's a week's work to, to do Just it anyway. To set yourself up. Yeah. Anyway, right. haven't, do, haven't done any of that. Um, so it's like, so... I had to cancel working with you just to stress myself out, to, to, to try and de-stress myself, I should say. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd resign myself to the fact I wasn't going in the van. I wasn't going to do anything. And then I woke up on Saturday morning and all my family was going. It was my sister-in-law, Jo. It's her 40th birthday party in Cambridge. And um, oh, I, I woke yeah. up and my mum and dad came over. My dad looked at me in the face and he went, get in the car. And I went, Dad, I've got so much to, I can't get in the car. No, I can't, Dad. I've got, he's like, you need some time. You need a bit of relaxing. Get in the car. And that was it. And I was told it was like being transported back to being a 10-year-old boy again, being told off by my dad. Um, they know, though, don't they? They, they know. know. They, they know absolutely know. No. And do you know what? Didn't I bloody need it? We went down to Cambridge. We had a drive. Went to a little place called, um, I can't remember, Gunnerston, Charleston. Charles, anyway, it's a little village just outside of Cambridge. And it's this, um, it's a walk alongside this river that you can do. Well, by the time we'd got there, my mum and dad went a bit ahead of us with a, a tent and a load of bits. And my little sister, Ali, had organised, because Joe would got so many friends and outdoor gatherings are a maximum of 30 people. Or She'd organised two sittings, so a, a 12 till three and then a three till six um, and they'd set up this entire, like, basically a campsite on the side of this river. Mm. And we got down there, and there were about 35 people there, just all chilling. And it was kind of, it was overcast, but it was really warm. And we just chilled by the side of the river, and we ate copious amounts of cheese and homemade coleslaw sandwiches. I ate all the crisps. I ate every flavour crisp. I had... Do you have any truffle ones? No truffle ones, actually. No. Didn't have mm. the truffle one. I feel a bit silly now, so now I had all the flavours. Um... And it was nice. And then we swam in the river. I got down in my kegs, didn't I? I didn't even take any swimmers. Didn't didn't matter. Just got in my kegs. Were they and white went... kegs or black? Kegs? No, they were they were black. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. And uh, say, did you swim? Was there not a current? No, it's quite a mellow one. There's loads of people stand up paddle boarding and stuff like that. And we all went in. We went in on the inflatables. We had an inflatable unicorn and there were a couple of inflatable canoes. And we got all the kids in. And Sonny came in. He was the first one in diving in. It was a bit cold, but. It was amazing. We had yeah. such a nice time. And then we left there about five o'clock and drove back. It was a really chilled drive. And the kids were so knackered. They'd eaten all the sweets. They're on the ultimate sugar high. And then they got in the car. Sonny fell asleep with a sandwich in his hand and in his mouth. So half coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so tired. He could not even eat. Um, and they, both the kids slept the whole way back. So me and Lucy just had took a really mellow drive, hour and 45 minutes. We just sailed back and it was bliss. And we listened to some music um, that reminded us of 2006 when we first got together. And it was... What songs? Uh, we listened to like all like the gossip and the editors and all those kind of indie bands that we used to listen to in 2006. Mm. Silver Sun Pickups, all the ones that you hate, basically. And um, I don't mind a few of them. Yeah. And uh, it was really nice. Got home and had fish and chips. So the old classic order. Yeah, you know it. Large fish and chips and an extra lot and a large battered sausage. Perfect, mate. That does five of you. Unbelievable. Yeah. Does five? Does the five? Does, does the five of us? So yeah, had fish and chips and that was Saturday and it was actually really nice. And you know what? It was just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. <laughs> Needed. Does the doctor need it? The doctor ordered it. It's what the, well, doctor, the doctor needed. Ordered, but the doctor yeah. probably needs it sometimes. I'm going to change that to one of your sayings, just what the doctor needed. Yeah. They get stressed too. They do, yeah. They probably uh, need to get away. 
Well, that sounds nice. Well, happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, Joe. A uh, really nice day. I know. 40. Wow. Yeah. Madder. Mad. Yeah. Um, what did you do Saturday then? So, oh, you worked. So, yeah, we, so I was working. So we went and did, so me and um, our good friend, Hersha Patel, friend of the podcast. Hello, Hersha. Hi, Hersha. She jumped in your spot. And um, we went to the Taste London Festival in Regent's Park to host um, a stand for the Inner Circle, which is like an exclusive online dating website. Yeah. So, you know, it's a high class. It's a high class website, really, for, for you know, it's an exclusive exclusive dating site it's quite posh it's you know it's fancy it's highbrow isn't it it's highbrow 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 well we've done some stuff for them before they're really nice people absolutely love those guys done did some stuff for them online didn't we over lockdown yeah and this was the first time doing something live for them and they wanted us to host a blind date just the classic blind date format one person on side of a screen three per on the other side they ask them three questions and they go away and do, and have a date around the festival. We give them a couple of food vouchers they can spend anywhere. We give them some free booze, and everyone watches. And it was it was really fun. We basically did about six six shows over the course Wicked. of about four hours. But it was so funny, man. It was really good. The f- and it was a really varied mix. So we had like so, all different age groups. But the thing is, Hershey was were they all actually. single? Yeah, they were all single. There were yeah. a load of people from the inner circle there. I think there were about 200 people from Inner Circle who were already joined up to the to the website. So there were loads of single oh, people okay. there. But we were also just grabbing anyone who were, who was walking around the, the festival. Like we were talking to them, like, are you single? Are you single? Do you want to go on a date? And they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. So we were signing people up, and Hershey actually turned into full producer mode because it was like we were basically trying to arrange people in in the right categories yeah. and go oh he'd be good for her maybe they'd be a good mate that'd be good to get them on the, <laughs> on the right show and <laughs> basically arranged it and got them all in the right dates and the right age groups and, and we had some really good dates but the, the it was well funny so the first one we did the first day because it was a bit of a test run we we're like oh is this gonna work we'll see how it works but the guy picking was a guy called Ferdy Ferdinand who just Got it. You know, because the thing is with blind date, you ask a question and they're like loaded questions, aren't they? You just want like a yeah. bit of an innuendo in there and a bit of flirty. Yeah. It's a way to flirt and be a bit cheeky. And the first group we had, they just got it. Like the, he'd be like, so um, what's your favourite meal? What would you cook for me for dinner? And the girls would be like... Well, I don't mind a bit of spicy sausage or something. Do you know what I mean? It was oh, that. hello. It was, you know, it was that straight away. And the crowd love it. And they love it. And you're just like, okay, this is going to work fine. This is brilliant. Everyone's yeah, yeah. happy. Ferdy gets his date. He has a flirt with the girls, picks the girl. Off they go. Everyone cheers. We're like, this is perfect. All right, too easy. So we did a few. And then later on, we did one, though, which was... This made it even more funny for me. We had one group of guys. We had It was the older group. And these guys were, and I say older, they're like the same age as me. Late 30s, like early 40s. And we had these three guys and this this girl called Tracy who was picking them. And she asked the same questions. But they it was like they, they'd never seen Blind Date in their life. And they just were answering literally, like literally. <laughs> it was like it was a job interview. So one guy was like, so like they were like, what's your favourite? What's your favourite dessert? And they were like, sticky toffee pudding. I was like, oh, why? So why? Because it's like sticky and hot. Like trying to get more. Like, no, I just like it. I like it with ice. Just like the, like the flavour. Just like the taste. <laughs> There's one though, and, she, this, and Tracy goes. So what would you? What contestant number two? What would you cook for me for dinner if I came over? And he went vegetarian lasagna because that's all I can cook. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, and I went, Tracy, what did you, what did you make a vegetarian lasagna? How does that sound? She went, No, I don't. I like meat lasagna. And I was like, Yeah, but, yeah, but hey, John, hey, John, you could you could do a meat lasagna for her. Hey, bit of meat in there. And he went, No, no, only veggie, only veggie lasagna. <laughs> so no, 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 just veggie lasagna. So it's like veggie. they were just answering it literally, which made it even funnier to me. Yeah. I just found it so funny that they just were like, 
I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get them to be flirtier. Uh, in the end, Tracy picked Klaus from Germany. Um, of course she did. She saw him and then like pretty much ran off into the crowd. Didn't like the look of him. Oh, and uh, don't judge a book by its cover. No. So there you go. But it was brilliant. It was really fun, entertaining for the crowd. Hershey was brilliant. And uh, yeah, we had fun. It was good, man. Nice to do something live. It's a cool festival taste, London, as well. It's like, it seemed quite... Yeah. Was it indoors? Nice. Was it outdoors? Outdoors. It was like proper... Fast. Oh, nice. It reminded me a bit of like big festival vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Food, lots of nice food everywhere, obviously, because it's a food festival. Was it busy? Many people Christian there. was there. Saw Christian Stevenson. Of course he was. DJ Barbecue briefly, shouting, shouting his mouth off to everyone. Friend of the podcast. and barbecues. Uh, no, it was good, man. It was good. Nice to, nice to do a bit of work. And then I headed up to Nottingham um, for a, also a birthday. It was Camilla's granddad's 80th. So it was celebrating him and his 80 years on earth this weekend. Aww. So that was uh, up at... So I came up to Camilla's mom and dad's and he was there, Alan Durban. Happy birthday, Alan. Absolute footballing legend, by the way. Played for Wales. Like I think he got 27 caps or something for Wales. Jesus, go on, Alan Durban. Managed, he's managed Sunderland, Stoke. He's uh, big in the game, old Alan. So well, uh, happy birthday, Al. Happy birthday, Alan. He's gonna, I'm get, gonna get him to do, record as a. Uh, I think he listens to the podcast. You know, I think he has done. I'm gonna get him to do as an intro. Is well, happy birthday, he anything Alan. to do with Jack Jack? Um, it's Jack Jack's not his other they half. Used, they used to be together. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Not anymore. But um. But I think he heard Jack Jack had done an intro and he wanted a bit of the action. Got a bit jealous. Yeah, got a bit jealous, wants a bit of that. So it's understandable, man. Understandable. It happens. It does happen. Get a big Al on. Um, but yeah, so that was really nice. Bit of birthday time with him Saturday night. And there you go. Family time. Up in Nottingham. Very nice, man. Very nice. Good. Nice Saturday. Um, we didn't solicit for our listener stories, did we? Um Normally, we do this here. And we talk about you lot and what you've been doing, and you let us know um, just how radical your weekends have been. But I can't, um, A, I can't find my phone, um, so I can't delve back and either. We do get a few late ones in, don't we? Um, yeah. Occasionally. Um, I think few... this morning, let's be I think me and you are still a little bit in shock after last night. Well, let's Maybe. just do it. Let's just do it. Wow. Interested. I want to know about you. Sunday morning. And afternoon. And evening too. What did you do on Sunday to pass the time and to make the time go fast until 8pm? Well, I actually, do you know what? It was actually fine for me because it, it was... It, it was continued celebrations for Alan's birthday where a load of other family came over. So there was a big garden party and loads of cousins and uh, aunties and uncles and loads of kids were over. I literally played football and games with kids all day. And oh, right, like, okay. I literally played Piggy in the Middle and, and uh, we did a penalty shootout. We played Coob. Uh, just load, you know, sandwiches, beers and snacks and really fun games and then we ended up because it you know everyone's talking about the football we did end up doing a penalty shootout and i was like right we're doing a penalty shootout this little kid this kid owen went in goal who was nine um i think he was nine might have been younger than that he went in goal and then we said right everyone takes penalty and if you score a penalty you go to the winner's side and if you miss you go to the loser's side and at first, people were like, no, I'm not going to play. I'm not. I'm just sitting. I'm just having a drink. I'm not going to play. All of a sudden, everyone's on the garden. because they Really? Wants everybody wants a bit of the action. And it was suddenly, it was suddenly like 50-50. I obviously banged my penalty straight in. Nice bottom corner into the winner's side. Everyone wanted to be on the winner's side then. Come on. And then, you know, yeah, everyone. Alan steps up, eight years old, nearly flipping, puts his hip out, swinging at his penalty. At first, he was like, there's no way. Couldn't leave it, could he? Couldn't leave it. Couldn't leave it. You're not going to take one. Everyone else has taken one. Felt a bit bad. He, like, nearly nearly went down. Um, But, yeah, that got quite competitive. And then I realised it shouldn't really celebrate really hard when you smack a ball past a nine-year-old in 
in goal and everyone looks at me. Choke on that, baby! Yeah! I, I was a bit like that. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, you know he's nine, yeah? You know he's nine? I was like, goal's a goal, don't it? Um, I didn't win the penalty shootout in the end. No. Andy won. One of the, uh, one of the uncles, he won. Uh, so yeah, we just played loads of games and then all of a sudden at about four, those guys had to leave. The kind of family lot were off and uh, and then my parents turned up because it was like they were coming over to watch the game. My parents came and my sister and her husband, James. Evening came. crew. Evening crew rolled evening in. Evening crew for the yeah. game and then we just got got ready for the game and it was Sunday like upon us. So I didn't, I didn't feel I was waiting all day. Did you have just really bad... Yeah. Longest Sunday feeling ever. Yeah, it went really long up to about um went really long up to about four or four or five about five o'clock. And then the next thing I know, it was quarter past seven. The kids were awake and I was in full panic mode because I thought they are not gonna be asleep for for kickoff. Um but I did, again I was in the van, um, me and dad. We got the COVID call. So Lucy's now like full stress mode 7,000 because she realises that Sonny's now got to kind of self-isolate, self-isolate. Child, you're four. Go and stay on your own for the next couple of days. Yeah, uh, but if you're off, that, so basically you're off, so she's got to look after him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we got that news. Um, the, the, did I men- have I mentioned the builder over the road, Steve? yeah. I think you have to me. I don't know if you did on the podcast. What that likes to come and help you. Steve likes to come and um, come. So there's so my road. There's, there's houses opposite where I live. You obviously know this, but um, I'm doing up my camper van on the driveway, and there's a builder over the road, and his name's Steve, and he's he's been in this house for weeks on his own, and I've always looked at him and thought he's a bit of a bit of a knobhead you know he, he wouldn't ever smile at me and i thought oh he's a bit grumpy he's a bit this he's a bit whatever we came over a couple of couple of days ago turns out he's actually the nicest man in the world the classic never judge a book by its photos has never been more apt <laughs> and this guy he's he's he wants to convert a camper van as well and so he stands there and he chats to me as me and my dad are working away and he's like you guys probably need a hole saw, and off he goes, and then he comes back out of his van. Keeps bringing us all the tools we need, and then he's he's bought me a floor for the little bathroomy area. This this concrete board. He keeps giving me screws and all kinds of bits. He's literally the nicest man in the world, and he's um yeah he's been over chewing the fat and um yeah. So Steve the Builder, shout out to Steve the Builder, who definitely never listens to uh, who'll never listen to the podcast, but he has just signed a lease. I found out yesterday. He signed a lease on um. A building for next, or he signed it now, so he's kind of leased the building. He's going to start an oyster bar. Is he? I love an oyster. Oyster and prosecco bar. Where's that? Where's Bridge that North be? over in Shropshire, about forty-five minutes away. Oh. How good's that? So when you come up next time, we'll go to Steve's oyster shack. Oh yeah, that'd be wicked, wouldn't it? That I do like an oyster. Um, I've so yeah, said if I ever get rich, I'll eat an oyster every day. Really. That'd I'd be have like new socks. I'd have my weird rich man thing that I did. I'd have new socks every day. Would you? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I'd do. that'd be a nice treat as well. But yeah, so I was just in the van all day. We got the news about the quarantining, um, and then fired up the pizza oven. Um, I feel that I might be to blame for the England loss um, because we decided to have pizzas. So we had pizzas mm. and drank Peronis. Um, we had really nice pizzas, though, man. I'm getting it down now. The dough, they're letting it rise. I can, you, I fold it properly, and then we can, you, you, you I, I can make them better. And then the dough gets all light with the, you know, you can get the air bubbles that crisp mm. up. And oh yeah, got it down. I delivered pizzas to both sets of neighbours, to Lukey Boy on the one side, and then Wendy and Steve on the other. So delivered them pizzas as well, and then. Sure enough, it was about quarter past seven. And then, for, I don't know why, the kids just went to sleep. They never go to sleep. So hmm. it was half seven. The kids were asleep. We'd eaten food. And all of a sudden, it was like, it, the football started. Yeah. And then, of course, the football started. And we went one goal up. And I thought, this is great. But I don't want to be trying to defend a one goal lead for 90 minutes, which is exactly oh. what England tried to do. Yeah. 
That's what um, I said was good. That was what, well, that was my prediction, wasn't it? One nervy yeah. win, and that's what the first half was. And then second half, oh, yeah, that, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be one of those fans of like he should have done this, he should have. I'm not going to be. Just not. I'm not going there. Like. Because it's, it's so easy to <laughs> no no it's so easy to do I don't know I was literally going to contradict myself by saying something then but it's just it is what it is isn't it we yeah. didn't kill we didn't kill the game off and we didn't and you know which I think is as much on the players as anyone or or but it's just it was just harsh wasn't it penalties is a harsh way to go I feel for I feel for Rashford Saka Sancho I really feel for it because it's just I don't know, but I liked I liked what Southgate said at the end, at the end, and he said, "I it's I pick the penalty takers. It's on me." Yeah, that's it. And we're all in it together. And I was like, "No, no other England manager has ever said that." When England have gone out at a penalty shootout, they've never gone. It's on me. I pick them. No one's ever done that. I thought that nah. was quite classy. And uh, I don't know. Just got just got to lose with a bit of dignity, haven't we? Absolutely. We and I thought we did. I, I do. Yeah. I think we. I think the team conducted themselves amazingly i think they've been absolute genuine genuine proper good role models yeah for, yeah, for all of them. yeah and and mate waking up this morning and seeing some of the online racist abuse that they're getting is despicable and i've like oh. start i've like replied on instagram to a few of the people and called them out for being dicks and it's it, it it's like really disheartening that, that still goes on i know people can get away with it and actually you know, they need calling out by their parents or their mates or whoever, but also the social media companies cannot let this continue because no. giving these people the platform to do to be able to do that abuse online is really wrong. It's just wrong. It's just needs it's, it does need to fix it and it's horrible that it's the story a bit today as well. I know. Like, yeah. That's I the know. big story and like Saka quitting Instagram as like lefties in you know, it's just it's just so sad that that is and it shouldn't be like. Has he left Instagram? That's what I heard. Yeah, that he, you know, that's that, that, you know, young kid. It's it's really sad, and it shouldn't be that. We should be celebrating how well they've done and how and how happy they've made us all feel for the last month. Yeah, that should be the story, and and heads held high, go out like that, and look forward to the next one. I don't know. It's just because we've done brilliantly. We conceded. Yeah. Conceded two goals in the whole tournament. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. we we got to a final which we haven't done in six hundred years or whatever it is. It's like we've been brilliant. Got to the semi-finals of the World Cup. Now we've just got to the final of the Euros. We're going to win Qatar twenty twenty two World Cup. So it's mm. like it's brilliant. It is brilliant. And like I said, all those guys they make me proud to be to be English. Proud yeah. to be British, and you know it's like, yeah, um, yeah. Fair play, I think they've been amazing, all of them. And, yeah, uh, a, a team that you want to support. So well absolutely. Done. Anyway, we could talk about this all day. Me and you probably will, yeah. but we'll, we'll talk. We won't bore you all with it. But no, we'll anyway, move on. Well done, England. And, well done, England. Uh, we love it. you. We'll never forget it. We'll never forget the ride they've given us. Over the Absolutely. Last, uh, last month or so. So yeah, all right. Man, that was Sunday, Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, let's do. Let's, oh, go let's on. do this. The silver lining. The silver lining. What's John that? O, John O'Verity. Oh yeah. Right. If you didn't listen to our Euro um, special podcast, which maybe a lot of you didn't, our good friend John O'Verity, uh, we found out. Well, he sent us a message. And we found out during the episode that he had actually put some money on Italy to win. And Unbelievable. We said, we said, well, that's not on, but if you do win, we feel you need to give that money to Calm. So Jono sent us a voicemail message today. Have you got that there, Timo? Yes, sir. You ready? Okay, play the message from Jono. Well, that was an emotional evening, wasn't it? Uh, it ranged from really good emotions when we got the goals in the goals and when Seaman caught the ball and then really bad emotions where they got the goals in our goal and uh, and then also the emotion of 
frustration that Tim wouldn't let me in on his secret footballers WhatsApp chat. <laughs> just pause it there. We've we, again just to fill you in the backstory. Jono doesn't really like football. Gendel took him to England, Germany, uh, tried to get him involved. He's absolutely not bothered. We've got a separate WhatsApp group uh, that Jono's not in, which is just us geeking out about football. He doesn't want to be involved in that, but of course he wants to be involved in that because he's not involved in it. Anyway, he found out about that group and keeps badgering me to let him in. I'm not even an admin. I can't even let him in anyway, but that's by the by. Anyway, let's continue. Matt Barr mentioned. But there is a positive that came from it, and that is that um, I won some money, having bet on Italy, and I've donated that money to Calm, which is a, a positive thing. And I think we can all appreciate that that is a positive that came from yesterday's result, however little that might be. Anyway, I'm really sorry that you guys didn't get the result you wanted because I know you really wanted it. And um, that does sadden me. But um, we we have got more games we can play and, and I think we'll do good in them then. Bye. <laughs> ah, thanks, Jono. We should say, we should say to Jono uh, that he won... He won £100. No, he didn't. He won £50. So he put £50 down and won 50 So his oh, return, okay. so what he was, was getting back, it was, was 100 His return was 100 That's right. Yeah. Okay. So he was going to get £100 back. But in the WhatsApp group last night, uh, I think it was our good friend Elliot Neve, um, who's a, actually a Scottish guy and for some reason was wishing us well to win the football. So thanks, Elliot. Um, he said, well, you should just double that, Jono. <laughs> and then next thing you know, Jono did double it and he gave Calm £200. So a hundred of his own pounds. So Jono, fair play. Absolutely fair play. And, uh, that is a silver lining. £200 going to Calm or, well, went to Calm last night. So good on you, mate. Thank you for doing that. And uh, there, there you go, a silver lining. I really like that. Also, incidentally, if you had a little flutter, maybe you won a little bit of money uh, betting on the football last night. Why not head over to thecalmzone.net where you can make a donation um, and all your money, all of that money goes to helping prevent uh, suicide in young people, which, of course, still is the biggest killer in people under 45. So there we go. Go and get that done. Right. Um, Gendo, let's do your recommendo. All right. Gendo, recommendo, yeah. So Gendel watches all the television, whether it's TV, uh, online or movies. Uh, he does it. He does all the hard work, so you don't have to. He brings a recommendo every week, and this week's is? It has to be my recommendo this week, because it's the only thing I've watched. Uh, it is the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Now... <laughs> If you've watched this, yeah, you might be thinking, what? Well, like I say, it's the only thing I watched on Friday night. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Some of the, some of it, I can't, I can't believe how bad it was. But then I found myself being really entertained by it. And there was a few, actually, there was a few quite good one-liners. There was, a, there was the odd line. That I was like, hang on, that, that was a really funny line. I like that line. That was good. Is this film quite good? Am I wrong? I couldn't. I couldn't decide the whole way through it if it was brilliant or just just an utter mess. So, it's my recommendo if you go into it with no expectations and just think, I'm just going to enjoy this as an escape from life for a bit because it is. There's nothing very realistic about it at all, but you'll enjoy it. The aliens in it are quite good. I'll give them that. Like, when the aliens come, they're quite scary, and you're a bit like, oh, I wouldn't want to be around any of that. Um, so there's bits of it that I thought were really good and bits that were terrible, but that is my recommendo. Uh, the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime with Chris Pratt. If you've got Amazon Prime, give it a watch because it's free, and it's a, it's a summer blockbuster for you, but it's kind of not that good as well. There you go. All recommendo, right. sort of. I like it. <laughs> Gendo recommendo. Shall we do uh, reviews? Yeah, can um, 
we are getting to the end. Do you know what I've just noticed? I'm really sorry. I can hear my pipes going mad. It's my washing machine in the other room. But for some reason, the pipes are making a... You might not be able to hear them. I, mean, I can't hear it. Ed, edit the pipes out, Mikey. Edit them out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, do, do. Then next week we'll say thank you. Okay, this is the bit where we check live to see if we've had a review um, or a five-star rating. We never check before because sometimes it makes it a bit more awkward for us if we haven't had a review. Tim, have you had a review? Mate, we've had two reviews. We've had two Two. reviews. Woohoo! All right. Who? Mate, we we know this guy. We've been given five stars with the headline heroes It's from Ben Crawshaw. It says, what can I say about Tim and Gen's weekend podcast? It's like a thirst quenching oasis in a dry and barren podcast desert. (laughs) Week in, week out, the boys bless us with delivering the greatest podcast on the internet filled with comedy and anecdotes that warm the cockles. Not only is the podcast a true treat for the ears, but head over to the Instagram page and you'll get a treat for the eyes as well. The handsome devils. Keep up the good work, lads. You yet again prove to all us mere mortals that not all heroes wear capes. I think that might be our best review. That's a really good review. That's really good. We should put that on like a, a website or something. We should make a website just to put that on. We should. Oh, mate, we've got another. We've had another cockles written in here. Um, this one comes in from Buncombe74. What we all need in these terrible times, five stars. Thank you very much. Over the last year and a half, most people have probably had some lonely and downbeat moments. If you ever find yourself feeling like that, then the ideal solution is to get some Tim and Gend in your lug holes. These two best mates will undoubtedly perk you up with their upbeat chats about all types of subjects, from being psyched out by small children at skate parks, that's Gendel, (laughs) to tricking your neighbour into carrying several tons of bathroom tiles up ten flights of stairs for you. That's also Gendel. That's me as well. In the absence of the usual level of social interaction, listening to this pod feels like a great night out with your mates just chatting about everything under the sun and warms the cockles of your heart. Stop it. What a review. They're two absolute bangers. Who was oh, that from? That was from Boncom 74 Wow. I think that might be Andrew Nelson. That's quite a, that's a great name. Yeah, well, thank you both. Brilliant, brilliant reviews. That's really perked me up. Um, well, there you go. That's it, isn't it? I mean, I, don't, I have to say, I think today has been, we definitely, I mean, the energy levels, we're not, we've not been on the best form today. Do you know what I did last night? Do you know what I did last night? Ten what? minutes into the second half. What? Got on Deliveroo and ordered a four pack of Stella and they arrived, <laughs> they arrived what? from the Shell garage around the corner. No I had realised I had no beer and so I was like panicked. So at like, with, with, yeah, 10 minutes into the second half, these cold, four cold cans of Stella arrived, and then I drank four cans of Stella. But So, like, that's why I've got no energy levels in a thick head today. Well, I just think uh, it's, it's the day after is always tough, isn't it? Yeah, but man. This is it. This is life, guys. This is why we had to jump on the pod, because we're not, we're, you know, we, we try and do this every Monday, and we can't be on our best form every Monday but we tried today for you so I hope you still kind of enjoyed it and thanks for listening absolutely and thanks for listening hope you're, you're feeling okay too yeah we hope you're feeling alright let us know how you're feeling drop us a message and uh, me and Gendel are both across the Instagram so we always reply to your messages and it's always nice to, to hear from you links to that in the show notes links to we kind of random well. things you know in what? the show notes because we often try and do this kind of Monday morning if you send us a message over the weekend of what maybe you've just done something quickly ping it over and then we'll definitely be able to read it out on the Monday morning so we don't miss anything that's, that's quite right. a good way of doing it from now on so just ping us anything over the weekend that you're doing that you want us to mention uh, we love a voicemail but either way just a text message on our Instagram would be uh, would be swell and we'll read it out for you absolutely all right. Thanks for listening. Um, I will speak to you next week from Japan. That's exciting, isn't it? It is. I'm not quite sure how it's going to work. They're eight what hours ahead. Are we get, what time are we getting? You're God eight knows. hours ahead. I'm going to be eight hours ahead, plus oh, working, mate. plus so God knows what, what's going to happen. 
Um, so just bear with us. There might be a few delays in getting podcasts out to you, but um, we'll 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 try our best, won't we, we'll Gend? Uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah, man. It'll be an interesting one the week when I'm in Wales in and you're in Japan. <laughs> when, I'm in Snow, when I'm working in Snowdonia for that week. Oh yeah. We'll try and we'll try and make it happen though. Um, all right. Cheers, guys. Love you all. And uh, cheers, Timo. I'll talk to you a bit later, mate. Cheers, Gendo. I'll talk to you later. Bye, everyone. Love you. Bye. Hello. Hello, mate. I'm just realising, looking at the camera, how phallic my microphone is in this (laughs) studio. Uh, for those of you uh, that can't see, well, no one can see it. Um, but basically, Mike does have a little, he's got a new little pop shield thing, one of those fluffy things that Tom Jones has. But um, let's just say it's shaped like a penis. I mean, is the easiest <laughs> way to describe that, the simplest way. Yeah. I haven't got time for fluff. I'm not going to fluff around with any descriptions. Let's just get straight to the point. Mikey! How are Hello, you, kid? Mate. I'm good, man. How are you? Apart, apart from the fact that we're we're isolating, so... Yes. Uh, well, uh, you're you're isolating. So why are you as a family isolating? And then I'll tell you why we're isolating. Oh right. So both of my double jabbed in laws have copped Dorona. No way. Yeah. So uh, and we've not been in close contact, but we've kind of been in the vicinity. close enough. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so basically they're they're okay, you know. They're just kind of hunkering down, and uh, and we're absolutely fine. But like we were literally coming back from a day out with the boy on Saturday afternoon, and I got a, a voicemail from my missus saying, uh, "When you get in, you're not getting out again." Poor oh, man. So, oh well, week off work. Oh no, because we all work from home now. Yep. Um. <laughs> So, so, so no childcare. So uh, we're basically splitting the day. So yeah. I get the morning, she gets the afternoon, and I have to try and do work stuff whilst keeping half an eye on a superhero crazy kid, hoping he doesn't break a limb, pretending he's Thor or Iron yeah. Man or yeah. Have you got any tests? I had to. So I had to pin Sonny down and um, stick a stick a COVID test up his nose. Um, and as, he, as I described again at the start of the podcast, uh, I can't remember which comedian said it, but it's basically like trying to force a rabbit up an uninflated balloon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> such a good analogy. But um, yeah, poor Sonny uh, got the got the daddy treatment where I pinned him down and, and performed a COVID test on him. Yeah, someone at Sonny's nursery has tested positive, so they've had to close the whole nursery. Because um, they don't have enough staff, so um, yeah, blimey, madness, eh? Still so, going so you, on. So you guys isolating too? Well, when by by the government guidelines, we're not supposed to, or we don't have to, but we 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 are. We're just being careful. We're not um, taking any chances. And actually, because I'm off to the Olympics on Wednesday, um, uh, I, I'm having COVID tests daily at the minute anyway, so they've all come back. Well, yesterday's came back negative. We'll see what today's says. <laughs> Haven't had the results yet, but yeah, there we go. Oh my god, so much fun! Yeah, man. So, uh, so anyway, this is Mike. Everyone, you all know Mikey. He's got his podcast. It's called Mixtapes with Mike. Um, he gets a guest on. That guest can be from any walk of life, and they've got to choose ten of their favourite tracks. Chew the fat with Mikey. Um, about why those tracks are so amazing and then those tracks are actually compiled into a handy little mixtape for all of us lot to stream on our music provider uh, by Mikey um, and invariably it's, uh, it's just a nice way of listening to some good music and listening to some good chats new guest this week who have you had last last week you had a mega medley what have you got this week well it, actually this week's episode is the the medley the compilation oh, okay, mega. episode so so basically we we had a we had a guest reschedule on on us like last week so what i did was i invited a handful of previous guests and one random person from the stereo app to tell me about two tracks the two recent releases that they can't get enough of right now um and it took longer than expected to to cobble it all together but 
it went out this morning and I'm quite pleased with the results and I, it's it's actually like it was an idea for a bonus episode format that I've been wanting to try for ages yeah. and it took a little bit of uh, sort of w- sort of working out but I think I'm definitely going to do a, a version of it again because it's really good talking to loads of different people so the 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 mixtape itself is super varied. Uh, it is, man. Lot- I'm looking at it here right now. DMX, churches, Manchester Orchestra. Oh my goodness, it goes literally everywhere. And um, but but also good conversations as well. So like uh, Charlotte Lombardi, uh, she was pretty busy, so she, she just sent in voice notes. Nick, that technique from you boys. Um, but that was really nice. Uh, I had a nice little conversation with Tomps. Uh, spoke to uh, my old buddy Colin and then spoke to a guy called Alberto on stereo who um, he, he brought up um, a hip-hop artist that I was already aware of uh, Joiner or something who's got who writes really provocative material uh, and then Joiner uh, Lucas Joiner Lucas that's the one and then another artist called Corday that I wasn't aware of and I'm really nervous when people recommend like current hip-hop to me because more often than not I'm not into it because yeah. my taste in hip-hop dates back to like 90s skate and snowboard videos yeah, where you yeah. can hear what they're saying and the production is kind of loop based and like with proper instrumentation dare I say mate just a bit old school yeah, I'm just, yeah. you know as much as I hate to admit it yeah um, old but- school hip-hop but this Corday track he picked is exactly in line with that, you know. Like oh, wicked. It, it sounds a little bit like something you would hear from like Common. So like really, really good kind of vocal delivery. The production's not too over the top and overbearing. And so yeah, like I got, I found a new artist off the back of talking to someone random on stereo. So that was that Amazing. was a nice part of it. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Good man. Um. I'm not going to lie. I've not had a chance to listen yet, but I will do. And of course, uh, the, the mixtape will be there on my Spotify app, ready to uh, ready. Of course, to play you've not listened. You've you, 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 you've, you've got a, you've got a mammoth trip uh, to plan for, a van to finish. Um, you've had a family birthday. Um, and haircut. You... I've got a haircut. I've also got deep vein thrombosis in my armpit, but we'll save that for episode uh, fifty. Uh, no, episode 41 of the Tim Again Weekend podcast, if I ever get to Tokyo. Oh, um, you know, that's what I'll... you want to hear when you're about to go on a f- flight on a pressurised yeah. vessel. I know. Well, it'll be fine, I think. I hope. You're just going to, like, chop up and do some lines of... Uh, aspirin. Oh, aspirin, yeah. Just just, just, just mainline Some warfarin, it. some blood thinners. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, All right, mate. Well, listen, uh, you have a good one. I'll speak to you very soon. And for everybody else, you know what to do. Links in the show notes to Mike, uh, Mikey's podcast, Mixtapes with Mike. And go give him a like, a share and a review. And the same for us. And we'll see you next week. Take see care you. of yourselves. Take care, man. <laughs>